0: Back it up, back it up Let's dump this truck Back it up, back it up Let's dump this truck Hello and welcome to Bad Romance, I'm Jordane Searles And I'm Bronwyn Isaac And this week we are doing a Patreon request uh, And that request is laws of attraction and no I don't remember who requested it yes we should be more organized
1: <laughs> yes we and you know what <laughs> we will this summer <laughs> uh, yeah this
0: summer this summer we will get so coming, all of our shit together to
1: theater summer 2019 bad romance podcast now with Excel <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> 2000 2004's laws of attraction this yeah, is a, this is a movie this is a movie that exists and we know that because we you both watched it. Um, correct. And that is what is required for a movie to exist, is for True. both of us to watch it, and then confirm that it is real.
0: Um, um and this this film was directed by Peter Howitt and uh an, an English director, and he has directed one movie that I like that is worth talking about, and that is Sliding Doors. And Sliding Doors is a rom-com about. Gwyneth Paltrow and it's like a it's like a choose your own adventure it's like two adventures like Gwyneth Paltrow uh, if she catches the train she gets home fast enough to see that her boyfriend is cheating on her with Jeannie Triplehorn if she does not catch the train she never finds out and she stays with him. And so like in e-, e so there's like two parallel stories happening where she catches the train, she she finds out, she leaves her boyfriend, she starts a relationship with um Irish actor John Hannah. And that's what's going on. And then there's the other one where she stays with her shitty boyfriend. She loses her job. She becomes a waitress. She gets pregnant by her shitty boyfriend. Then she finds out that her shitty boyfriend also got Jeannie Triplehorn pregnant because he's still sleeping with her the whole time.
1: Oh my gosh. It's like a really it's like something That sounds way more interesting than this one. Yeah,
0: it's like and, and it's like we're not we're probably not gonna do it on the show just because like it's not that good, but it's also not that bad either. And it's and the story is actually interesting. Like this idea that like whether or not she catches the train changes That's her entire life. That's a very butterfly life.
1: effect uh, kind of, you know, a uh, line of passage.
0: And also, Jeannie Triplehorn is like very funny as the other woman because in both timelines she's angry because like in one timeline he's just like cheating with her, but in the other timeline the dude, the boyfriend, actually has to date Jeannie Triplehorn and he's still
1: obsessed with Gwyneth Paltrow. So in oh both- yeah, that's awful. So she's in both, like, <laughs> she's like, I'd rather just be the other woman than be like your girlfriend while you're like pining over your ex. Yeah. So in
0: both timelines, she's like angry and unfulfilled. That's great, <laughs> and it's it's. <laughs> it's really funny. And also, um, the in the credits you get to hear Dido's thank you, which is just a delight. Delightful song, love Dido. That's I love,
1: a, I love how much you're um, avoiding talking about the actual movie. Dido's such a podcast. wonderful white woman. <laughs> um uh, <Tornatus laughs> is just like going off on this other movie. We haven't even t- introduced this one.
0: Oh, uh, you know what? <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, Sliding Doors is streaming on Amazon Prime, and you yeah. could be watching that. I w- as soon as Laws of Attraction was over, I immediately turned on Sliding Doors. Yeah, because I could not go to bed with Laws of Attraction being the last movie that La- I had watched. I
1: I, I want you to know today that my work day started uh, r- immediately after uh, *Laws of attraction was finished. So that was like how I set the tone for my day today. And I was just like, wow, this is, uh, going to be a mediocre Thursday. <laughs> that is, that Holy is what this movie shit. has set out for me. Um, um yeah. Uh, we, so this
0: laws of attraction movie, it was, dr- it was, it was written by Robert Harling and Aline brush McKenna, uh, and apparently Aline Brush McKenna co-created Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, which is one of my favorite shows. I love I, that
1: show. I do not know what she. I mean, I guess a lot can happen in like 14 years. Every,
0: yeah. No, I mean, everybody has to work. Everybody has to work. I mean, she went on to write the screenplay for Devil Wears Prada. So she moved. Dang. Yes, she moved on. She wrote the screenplay for 27 Dresses, Morning Glory. Like she. Good for her um the rest yeah <laughs> that's great
1: um that's a that's a an impressive cv yeah this is
0: like sh- yeah she just she left and she was like okay i'm gonna go make good movies now so thank yeah. you i'm glad yeah that you- we all have
1: to do we all write some things that we look back on and oh, we're no. like, yeah hey. i can't
0: wait to write a terrible caucasian film and get that yeah. check like i'm if anyone's hiring i yeah. will be here to write your terrible caucasian film i've known a lot of terrible caucasians i feel like i have a lot of experience
1: you've you've been uh doing the you've been you've <laughs> Been actually method uh, investigating terrible Caucasians in your life? Uh, Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. No, definitely. I mean, you know that that is what I should do after the kind of weeks that I've had. I should just write a screenplay about all of and just embarrass all bad white white people. people Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. That would be fantastic. Man, this movie. We still haven't said anything about it. Okay. It stars Pierce Brosnan and Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore I heard for a long time was going through a time where she I think she was she needed money for something I can't remember if it was a divorce or something where she just like it might have been a divorce and she made a lot of movies that she did not like one of those movies was evolution that weird sci fi thing that she did with David Duchovny I would love
1: I have not watched that But the fact that her And David Duchovny Are in it together Makes me immediately Want to watch it uh, Also what is with him And Redheads <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: So I would like to think That this is a movie That Julianne Moore Did I don't too. think she
1: liked it No I, I really do, don't I do
0: not think That she wanted to be I'm not going to say either. That she did
1: a bad job Acting Because I think A lot she of it Was not the story be there. But you could tell She wasn't in it Like,
0: And I know that Pierce Brosnan was in it Because he is one of The executive producers On this film
1: Yeah yeah, he felt in it.
0: Which is a he shame. He felt in it.
1: Her her role I mean, there's also <laughs> aspects of her character that just didn't feel it felt cast wrong in my opinion. Um, I'm not saying that this movie could have been super good if it had been a different actress, but there were certain scenes that just I couldn't believe with Julianne Moore. Yeah, the kind of character
0: that she's playing, this whole like repressed, like I was first in my class, but I don't know how to give a blowjob she's, thing. Yeah, that she's, she's
1: doing, but she's <laughs> always been like Julianne Moore. She's always seemed in,
0: very sexual. To she's me. always
1: been very sexual, and she's all and in her personal life, like in interviews, like she's very open. So I think it's just weird to see her in this role that feels very. Um, librarian letting down their bun kind of.
0: Yeah, I don't know who, like, this seems like a Sarah Jessica Parker role, which also sucks because I hate the I hate those roles for Sarah Jessica Parker, but this is a Sarah Jessica Parker
1: role. Yes, 100%. I agree. I absolutely agree. And I
0: also think that Sarah Jessica Parker could have
1: done more with it because she knows how to play this kind of character. She does. She's had, she's had more experience with this kind of character. This just isn't the kind of character that Julianne Moore thrives at. Yeah,
0: Julianne Moore, like, before she was famous, she was in, like, a lot of erotic thrillers. She was never, like... The main character in them But she was like in them She was in The Hand That Rocks the Cradle She was in Body of Evidence Like (laughs) The Uh, Hand That Rocks the Cradle Is her second movie It's
1: interesting the last I saw (laughs) Did you see Gloria Bell?
0: I did see Gloria Bell. I saw it at um, the Toronto International Film Festival last did, year. What did you
1: think? I, I saw it as well. Um, oh, so I thought it so was fine. Spoiling. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed it. And that was, I don't know, it was weird because that's the last thing that I saw her in, you know, which is this actual recent m- film, um, which also she's very she's open sexual. and sexual. And so it was weird to, to go from that to this old movie that she's in. Where she's supposed to be she, repressed, she just doesn't think feel. She doesn't feel like this type A lawyer.
0: It's like okay, we gotta. We love Julianne more. Like I feel like we both really like. Oh, her. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, we, she's fantastic. Absolutely,
1: she's a fantastic actress. Hopefully, me saying that she doesn't feel in this role does not make anyone think that I'm shading her ability. She's a fantastic actress. She has range, and it's
0: just like I've always she, thought she was fantastic. Like yeah. I remember when I was a kid. I watched her in Benny and June, fantastic movie with a terrible man in it. She's fantastic in it. I watched her in Boogie Nights because I had a very interesting childhood. <laughs> I watched her in The Big Lebowski. She was yeah. in the, She was in the Psycho remake, which is not good, but she's good in it. Like she's
1: <laughs> yeah. She's a great actress. Oh
0: my god, yeah. Magnolia, like this is like a real. So it's very. It makes it makes me very upset that we have to. <laughs> That but we have to see her in this and it's also just like she's, I, she's I actually
1: an actress I didn't expect to cover on the podcast based on the most of the movies she's in.
0: I know that for a fact like there's some
1: a lot of actresses I love that I'm, I knew I would see on the podcast, but I didn't expect Julianne Moore.
0: She I knew that we were going to cover her eventually, but I thought that we would do nine months first
1: oh right yes, yeah.
0: yeah she does nine months with hugh grant which so we, we will which we, we, will, will, definitely get be doing. Sure. we will get to that for sure we will get to it that's in the cards but like nine months is like early in her career and, and you know she's allowed <laughs> she was yeah. allowed to do nine months in 1995 whereas this i just feel like girl did you you had you had to pay for something you had to pay for something and it's yeah. okay like sometimes you gotta pay for something. Pierce Brosnan, I don't even know, man. Like what if, why was he so in this? <laughs> yeah, he I don't know. It's I a think very confused because he's been acting way longer this and is he's another, older than her. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I mean he's I mean, he's Pierce Brosnan. He has a whole yeah, what, I I don't know. I what think he I think he just them, had uh, fun in this. I that was really fun. the vibe. I think he had fun, but I also think that this might be another situation where um a man is really invested in a rom-com that he thinks that he connects with he connects with an aspect of it or something or thought or read the script and thought that it would be something that it's not
0: yeah he is 8 years older than her by the way that's that's the age okay, gap that we that's have okay it's not bad yeah no it's not terrible cuz they're both adults in this movie but like <laughs> yeah i don't know he does look i'm sorry he looks
1: bad in this like he looks oh yeah no, know he, he's not handsome in this movie
0: and it's and it's funny because uh nora dunn is amazing she plays a judge because these are like dueling lawyers they're dueling divorce lawyers that's the plot it's like they they you know they they're defending you know rich people that want to That want to get divorced and they see a lot of the same judges and that's what the comedy is. And Nora Dunn plays one of the judges and like Nora Dunn basically tells him at the beginning of the movie that he looks like shit. Like, yeah, like, oh, well, you've been in California. It's like, I see that you got all sunburned and stuff. He's like, well, I took your advice and I moisturized and I just sat there just like, no, you didn't. (laughs)
1: no oh my gosh yeah that line i was like no you didn't no you didn't no he looks so bad like he just i feel like the stylists in this just didn't i I don't know sometimes i see movies and i'm like i know that men get makeup in movies but some of them i'm like i feel like you're doing this guy dirty like they go to the nines for a scene of a woman sitting in her pajamas he looked like regis philbin <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't agree at all, but I'm, that's really funny. Just, Do you know what Regis Philbin looks like? Like, that's such I don't a know, different looking white man. Like, I don't
0: know. Like, the it was just like the like the crumpliness and the tan the crumpliness. But his teeth the, are not
1: white enough. For yeah, that's true. Regis Philbin. Regis Philbin. Part of what makes him look, uh, like, feel like really um, terrifying and abrasive <laughs> is just like those veneers. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, and I don't even like. Do we? (laughs) I loved. I loved. Who wants to be a millionaire? I was a big Regis Philbin fan, but like, I still felt like he was like gonna snap. Like, and it was because of his teeth.
0: I will say uh, <laughs> What are we it, even
1: talking about No I mean
0: no I love it I love roasting white men that's I mean that's partially this podcast allows me to roast white men every week and I mean thank the lord Um yeah. this is this is his first big movie since his last James Bond movie his last James Bond movie was the world no it was not it was it was Die Another Day and that was from 2002 that's the one I only remember that is the Halle Berry one I'm a I'm a James Bond nerd Pierce Brosnan is one of my least favorite James Bond, so I don't know anything about these movies. Yeah, um, But yeah, 2002, he did Die Another Day, and then 2004, he did this, and then his comeback movie was an indie movie that came out um, the next, next year, the year after this, called The Matador, and that's kind of like when he came back and then he did Mamma Mia and then he really came back and everybody was just like, Oh yeah, we're still, we're still thirsty for this old white man. For some reason, I the reasons <laughs> that I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. And I don't feel like we have to like talk about who he is because he is Pierce Brosnan for some reason. Yeah. We people, don't have to introduce. For some reason, people care about him. I never have. So it's, I don't care. But
1: it's nice. <laughs> it's kind of nice like with this movie because it is Julianne Moore and Pierce Brosnan. So we don't have to introduce them. Yeah. We I don't, don't have to have contextualize to be like, them. We I don't, don't have to be like
0: context. I don't have to be like Mrs. Doubtfire's. Pierce Brosnan
1: <laughs> right exactly even though that's the first that's, movie I saw him in that is yeah that is really funny to think about <laughs> introducing him that way <laughs> t- we we have I mean we have Parker Posey in and so we movie. have okay
0: so this movie is so annoying because it's basically it's it's a rom-com about dueling lawyers, but it's also like they don't have any friends. Like Pierce Brosnan has no friends at all. And Julianne Moore hangs out with her mother, uh, Titanic's Frances Fisher, like constantly So it's like It's
1: just like And Frances Fisher Is my favorite part Of this movie She
0: oh, Wow okay D- Explain that
1: <laughs> I just like Loved what a Ridiculous character She
0: was She I mean She's playing This character This This I'm a mom But I don't want Anyone to know That I could ever Give birth to a child Even though like We all know Girl Like uh, Like how are we but Not I supposed loved, to know I Like she
1: wanted to go To a rock concert Sh- This is true Yeah I thought that I mean, was Pretty hilarious she, I and mean, she she's was so, out the like the town i don't know she was so ridiculous like oh i'm gonna have a lip party tonight like i just felt like she was just trolling everyone the whole she, time
0: she was really fun because like she she just says a bunch of just like weird shit to Julianne Moore, like my skin always looks better when I'm dating. And, and Julianne Moore's like, You're always dating. And, and I'm a, just like, and for at her. one point
1: she tells Pierce Brosnan that parts of her are 56 years old. So <laughs> uh, yeah, I was immediately like, wow, this bitch is crazy and I love it. Um Uh, yeah, I mean, the setup of this is so boring. Like he's,
0: he's disheveled and, you know, messy. And he, you know, he actually doesn't really, I don't know, man, like, I don't understand like, what, in terms of like, ideologically, where they're, where they're different where they differ because like they both seem to really
1: not like divorce. So I'm yeah, I'm they <laughs> both don't really like divorce, but they are good at being divorce lawyers. And it's like, I mean, honestly, their, their differences in the way that they function in the court feels very gendered. Like yeah. he's very much the like disheveled genius. Like we don't, Oh, he's late, but like, he's always so brilliant. And she's like the type a overprepared, you know, like, always has her hair perfectly pulled back. But I also am like, yeah, well she kind of has to as a woman, like you can't like Roland is a female lawyer with like a beanie on. (laughs) Like, um, yeah, it was just like, she's so prim
0: and like, she, you know, she follows the rules and he plays dirty. Yeah, she's very
1: much like, it's very much like, uh, you know, she's the valedictorian and he's like, a smart guy he she meets in college Who's, like, uh, has a skateboard It's, like, like it's, like, uh <laughs> It's, it feels
0: like, like, like. Uh, yeah, it's, like, uh, she's the prom queen And then she just meets this dirt bag somewhere And then she's just, like, oh dirt bag And then he starts, like, quoting Sart or something Like, God Yeah, and then she's, <laughs> like,
1: oh, wow I guess, like, guys, like, dirt bags also read Oh, my God, it's so and, wild Like, it's, yeah, I mean, it's so It's just... I don't know. I just feel like this movie it is you already know it's going to happen right away and I realize that applies to most of the rom-coms. No, But, this but is then is it's just feels like a straight line. It feels like you get on the train, you mm-hmm. know where you're going to get off, and yeah. then nothing happens on the train. It's like you're so just dull. getting to the end. Like it's it's basically like they meet, she's immediately like annoyed at him and you know her mom's always talking to her about how she needs to open up and it's kind of the classic like oh we have a career woman and she she needs to open up to love and then we have this guy and like they represent uh parker posey and michael sheen (laughs) Who are this absurd couple? So,
0: yeah. I mean, they. So, I was just like almost like bored to tears. And like, I've been going through a lot lately. So, really watching anything is calming. And even this, I wanted to turn off. I was just like, yeah, you're like,
1: this. You're like, even this isn't comforting. Like, (laughs) like, Parker Posey is married to Michael Sheen and he is like a rock star archetype. And he's shitty and he cheats on her. And they talk a bunch about how he goes to brothels and um she's you know sick of it so like yeah it's just like their so divorce <laughs> is basically just like who gets what stuff and there's a castle and the fight is over the castle. The
0: fight is over the, the castle. castle. Feels
1: so forced. Also, oh I'm like, God, why is that in this castle? movie?
0: Because this is, there's this idea that like women like this is such a weird like this is like a, a dude. I was so surprised that there was even a woman screen credit on this because like this is just a dude that's like women are like this and men are like this and women like castles and marriage and like even when because you find out the big like turn in the movie is that. um uh, Pierce Brosnan and Julianne Moore have like such a like whirlwind night that they accidentally like get married, and so because neither one of them believes in divorce, they just decide to be married. And the scenes that we see them when they're married, they're just automatically doing domestic things, and I'm just like, you get there. Where is the fucking yeah, where is the fuck? I was thinking that it's the entire so hard because time. like okay. so
1: they go on one like date, and it's not even supposed to be a date. It's supposed to be them like talking about their cases, which doesn't seem ethical since they're opposing lawyers, but whatever. Um, and then on that date, they have shots, and then they end up hooking up. And then after that, like, Julianne Moore is like, we can't like this, we can't like see each other. We're on the same case and we're against each other. And so, and then he does the thing where he's like, come on, it was special. And then they get drunk in. I don't even know where they are. Are they in Ireland? It, it seems like they're in Ireland, but it's like, never specified. Like the, the accents qu- are so bad. You don't the, know. The
0: accents are bad. And also just the quickness that they get from America to Ireland. Oh just my like gosh. Casual. Yeah. Like, of just it. like,
1: Oh wait, now they're both in Ireland interviewing all of the, the people working, all of the help essentially at the castle to find out who, which one of the couple, like how, how to get leverage in the case essentially for giving either Parker Posey or Michael Sheen the castle. And so then in the course of that, There's this um, town event It's like the anniversary of the town's founding And there's drinking games And there's like weird Irish stereotypes And then Yeah, and then they get married at that And it's just so there's, I mean, again, so many of the movies we cover are unbelievable, but it's just like, and they have. When do you guys go check and make sure it was real? Like, I uh. they
0: have no chemistry. We have to talk about because it's just like, and it's one of those things I've talked about this so many times on this podcast. I'm going to talk about it so much. Producers will just be like, put white doll next to other white doll and mash them into
1: each other, and they think that that's no. No. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't. They don't have any chemistry, and I do think that's partly the writing, um, and just like the story in general, just doesn't make sense. Um, but also, like, yeah, Pierce Brosnan and Julianne Moore just don't make sense. Maybe they would in a different movie. Yeah. And I mean, and again, like I like Julianne Moore doesn't feel in it, and she's an actress who normally is. She, I don't know what she.
0: Man, like, this is some shit. And, like... And so When um, When Michael Sheen And Parker Posey Show up I'm just like Thank God And I feel like They were specifically Engineered To wake the audience Oh up.
1: yeah Like they're so They're like the Opposite problem Because their characters Are so cartoony And ridiculous And like th- And it's when fun they... at moments Like there's definitely Funny <laughs> moments Like where I'm like Wow they're having fun That's cool But then it's also Just like annoying After all. <laughs> For me it was just Like annoying they, I was like Okay
0: I get Yeah it. they're like I, It feels like they're Doing SNL characters—that's that's
1: what it felt like. Which, like, again, would have been funny for one scene. But it just, I was like, okay, turn it down. Okay,
0: because, yeah, they're back again with the shit. Like, oh no,
1: they're doing the shit. Like, Michael Sheen's, you know, uh, sh- topless with like a leather vest. And I like, will 13 say that he year olds was are very talking to fuckable
0: him. in this movie. Yeah, it was
1: weird that I was the most attracted to like the horrible rock star, but that kind of Can, tracks with some he, of my dating history. I really
0: works for him. I oh, mean, yeah, he has, No, like, he looks
1: really hot in makeup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and parker posey almost looks like unrecognizable
1: yeah <laughs> I didn't know what she had like she had like light brown kind of a mullet like yeah it was it real was pretty weird. intense it was pretty intense and and yeah she's like screaming about you know how he fucks everyone and he's screaming about how like she only is oh yeah she has like a line of clothes that she designs and like she's only be able to do that because of his money and like They're absurd. Oh my god. I mean I mean
0: I mean it's weird that we're talking about this and we, we usually talk about the themes in the movie and this theme of divorce and like who deserves what and whatever. I mean in general I think it's really hard, but I also think that If people just took a step back for like five seconds, they'd be able to figure it out. Like, okay, so what if he makes all the money? Does she clean the house? That's work. Right. Um, Did she take care of the kids? That's work. Right. (laughs) So like, it's really just like a matter of do you think that what woman does work is woman, can woman work? Like, <laughs> so much of it, because it, it's never, in none of these divorces it is is it a situation where it's a career woman divorcing a man who, do, who like, it's considered, like, a house husband. It's always, like, man does work, girl no do work. Does girl deserve money for no work? Man no no. Like, it's, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it is always, like, this... I mean in these kinds of situations it's like a very <laughs> extreme and I don't think they even have kids like um that's never mentioned so I'm like it very much seems like they're just a young couple that's been married since they were probably 18 and he became famous and you know got and his his fans stayed 15 which is terrifying no yeah no Um, i mean it's it's weird yeah his fans are like children i'm just like why and i mean i was like i mean that is real (laughs) like you know teens go to rock concerts i don't know that's real (laughs) in like 2004 i was
0: into b2k and b2k is not the the men from b2k are not that much older than me (laughs)
1: like it wouldn't be weird if i dated one (laughs)
0: But like him, it's like an old
1: man. Yeah, well, yeah. Also, I mean, Michael Sheen was definitely not like a 26 year old in this movie. He's like, I feel like he was like. I couldn't figure out what age he was. I feel like he was probably mid 30s, supposed to be playing someone in their late 20s. Mm -hmm. But like, it was just very confusing and disorienting. And then there were like actresses who were like actually 15 being his fans. And there was no like rapey weirdness there but it was just like a very <laughs> confusing um optic
0: and it's also just like uh and the the weird thing like I think the more that I think about the more that I just like hate Pierce Brosnan's character because like I'm looking at some of the things that he says in it and he's like talking to like people getting divorced and he's like where was this passion when it was needed to save the marriage and I'm just like dude you've never been married Shut yeah up. That, was like, weird. <laughs> that was
1: weird to me that he had such a because, like, I do know people who are really against divorce. And the ones I know who are, um like, have a thing about it are usually religious. Um, But even those people know that that there's reasons. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and that marriage is hard. It was weird. It felt... It did not feel like his character would care that much. Like, based on everything he on else... He's trying to it,
0: talk about love. And you, it's yeah, like you don't believe it. I felt like the
1: writing for his character was really inconsistent. Because on one hand, he's supposed to be this, like kind of, like, laid-back genius who's, like, you know, like, interested in the finer... Like, interested in, like, exploring, but also brilliant. Um, but then also he has this weird neuroses about love. <laughs> like, I don't know. The way it was slapped together felt very much like, oh, we have to add this trait for the plot to move. And for him and Julianne Moore to have this dynamic where she's the cynic and he's the kind of weird gaslighty... Like, he did the thing that happens in a lot of rom-coms where he's, like... Oh, why? Rather than just being like, when he asked her if she's dating and she tells him that she doesn't date because she doesn't believe in marriage, rather than just being like, oh, okay, he does the whole fake flirting thing where he just down talks her decision and is like well why don't you believe in love let's debate and i'm just like oh this is exhausting he always
0: like honestly the best part of this movie is that a gavin DeGraw song plays like halfway through wow
1: that's a low
0: i love i love me some that's a white man that i love i love gavin DeGraw. that's a white man with a strong voice and when he makes a love song you believe him if only it could save the movie which it does not no no, no. <laughs> poor gavin He's fine. Yeah, I'm sure that he's fine. I really hope that you're doing well, Gavin DeGraw, by the way. hope you listen to the podcast. I hope you listen to the podcast. That would be great. <laughs> I would love that. No, I would that love... That would be great. I would love to meet Gavin DeGraw and be like, I loved I loved all of your songs. I thought The Chariot was a great album. That would be cute. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, man, this is, this is definitely a movie, isn't it?
1: It's a movie, and I think... I mean, I feel like... Uh, uh,
0: it's like what can be said. Um, it's you know, and what you know what makes me the maddest about this movie though is that at the <laughs> end, when um, when uh, when Julianne Moore like is trying to like get Pierce Brosnan back, she said, you know. 84% of women are really lonely or something. This is some weird statistic. You hear it at the beginning and you hear it at the end. And I'm just like, I don't believe that you're lonely. Like you're saying that you're lonely, but I don't believe it. I just feel like you're fulfilled. Like, yeah, you just she doesn't don't seem care. lonely.
1: That's the other thing is she really, <laughs> I actually do believe that her character doesn't give a fuck about dating. Like, there are, you know, there's such a trope in rom-coms of, like, this career woman who doesn't realize how lonely she is or who is lonely. But she's not! But with her, you really are, you're like, no, you're really focused. And she has such a close relationship with her mom. She has emotional intimacy with her, her mom, like, which is obviously different than dating someone. But she's getting... She's close with people um, Yeah And like you know That this character Like as repressive She might seem She has like An expensive vibrator She's fine Oh yeah no She's got like a rabbit like, Yeah you yeah, know, She gets ears. like The new versions Like oh, she yeah. upgrades that shit Because you know She's organized So she's she or- like, She knows the launch days She gets the new one She does her thing And she's fine
0: You know this would Annoy Like this is like Essentially the same issues That we have with Leap Year But somehow Leap Year Is better
1: than this <laughs> yeah How? oh my god oh my god leap year is better than this that's really bad because i, think I that hate needs that movie. To be the log line for this episode leap year is better than this yeah no, I'm, gonna make, I'm gonna make and i note. feel like sliding door is obviously the recommendation oh
0: yeah no 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 yeah definitely watch sliding doors like i mean <laughs> gwyneth paltrow's english accent is never gonna stop being funny um <laughs> oh yeah no that's that's like that's so bad watch. it's it's, her accent is so bad, and then she keeps doing it. It's so funny. Is um, she?
1: Do you think she's okay?
0: Gwyneth Paltrow. I mean, she. Uh, I know that she married one of Ryan Murphy's uh, like writing, writing, producing partners that do all of those. Oh, like, her
1: is that her new husband? That yeah, she that's her new her new
0: husband. I think his name is like Brad something. But yeah, he like is like one of the co creators of like American Horror Story and Glee and like all of those shows. So like I'm actually, she's probably doing great. He probably has more money than like Chris Martin right now. Yeah, <laughs> she's. They're just about to get Did really you ever see disgusting. That Instagram rich. post <laughs>
1: where she called in, um, Chris Martin her brother. <laughs> 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 it's amazing. <laughs> it's from like a year and a half or two years ago, and it was like a picture of them and the kids, and it was obviously after the divorce, and she goes, love love my, like, love this man so much. Something like, like, um, it wasn't love my brother, but it was like hanging out with, my brother and the kids Or something And everybody was like What are you talking about That's your ex-husband Yeah it's <laughs> But so she was trying to call him brother In the affectionate way That you would A friend she, maybe But it's like You can't do that With your ex-husband
0: You know The thing about Gwyneth Paltrow Is that she's really annoying And really disgustingly rich But I also genuinely believe That she's nice And like If I Like If Gwyneth Paltrow And I Like ever If I was ever In a tax bracket Enough to hang out With Gwyneth Which I, which if I did You have permission To kill me but But if I ever
1: was... (laughs) If If, if you hung out with her, I could kill you? Yeah. Wow. Like,
0: if I ever was as rich as Gwyneth Paltrow, which, ew, but in We Actually cross Paths, I feel like we would become friends. I feel like she would be, like, this really annoying white girl that would be like, she's annoying, but she's also really sincere. (laughs) No,
1: she does seem sincere. I read this interview with her recently about... um, when when they got divorced and they called it conscious coupling uncoupling and of course everyone made jokes for 5 years including <laughs> myself um, and she talked about it. she's like yeah like you know i i know the terminology sounds silly but we really we really wanted to frame this in a positive way because divorce has such negative connotations to it. And we really wanted to be able to be friends. And we thought it would be hard if there were all these tabloids about our divorce and how messy is it. And she's like, of course it ended up backfiring, but she was really genuinely, she said she was genuinely humiliated because she was really sad about separating. And then everyone was making fun of her. And then I felt bad. Oh
0: man. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I I felt like the
1: whole world was laughing at me when I was trying to be strong through this painful thing. And I was like, Oh no. But I also was like, yeah, but I'm still going to make jokes though. (laughs) Like, uh, yeah. I, mean, I never made jokes about their relationship. No, it's just about the no, words. No, the word
0: the wording was funny, but the wording
1: wha- was silly. There's a difference between making a joke about wording and making a joke about someone's pain.
0: Yeah, but I honestly I was I felt bad. I felt like they really cared about each other. I also was annoyed because he immediately went for someone younger when she did not.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she got someone her age. I also sometimes with, <laughs> with when men do that, I'm just like, God, don't you aren't you of yourself like what is it so boring it's like, so boring it so boring to just to, to be just, so predictable To just like go
0: find like a 20 year old it's like well she's like almost old enough to drink like yeah it's fine. yeah 20 year old
1: <laughs> who like thinks that you're genius oh my god like that's so annoying It's looks like, it's like once she only thinks you're genius because she's barely out of high school and also
0: once that 20 year old turns 40 they're going to be bored of you too yep. so i mean just give it time
1: yep exactly
0: <laughs> and on that, that note <laughs> Yeah. What's funny is that when I, 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 when I tweeted that we were gonna cover this, somebody, <laughs> somebody responded really. <laughs> And they were just like, oh, my God, when are you going to stop doing, like, all these white people movies? And I'm just like, look, number one, this is a request. Um,
1: number two, Did, like. Does <laughs> that person have a suggestion for us? Exactly. Like, I, I should- I'm not even saying that to be shitty, because if they do, great. <laughs> I mean, like, and because of that,
0: the movie that we were going to choose for next week that had white people in it, we're going to put it on the back burner because I picked something black because I just. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we do. We do need to do. I'm
0: also tired. Like, yeah, I, I'm just as tired as it's you sadly, are.
1: Sadly, it's sadly, <laughs> it, it's sad. It's sad that like there are just so many white rom-coms and there's really not many and, that and aren't. And
0: nothing's going to stop them. Like, they're yeah, just going to so keep many, coming. Yeah, there's so many. And now they're, all on, now they're all on Netflix now, so it's like everybody, every single time a new Netflix rom-com comes out, I get a message or, like, a tweet, and you're like, are you going to cover this? And I'm just like, look, Netflix is churning these out like it's yeah. on a conveyor. Yeah, also like, can you, a lot of them are good. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I... Mm, <laughs> we'll see. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're at least, the netflix rom-coms not
1: great right
0: (laughs) i mean at least the netflix rom-coms are trying to be good which i feel like a lot of these older ones i just feel like they were trying to put something in the theater
1: well you know this was the time when people would say chick flicks without getting punched in the face so right exactly so i mean
0: that's part of it i mean so next week um I wanted to do, and I guess we can just discuss this here because this is a really short episode because we really don't care about this. So um, would you want to do um, the the Ashton Kutcher, Zoe Saldana thing, guess
1: who? Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, sure. <laughs>
0: Like I feel like Because I've been It's been on the list for a while And I also I want to get it out of the way So that I never have to watch it again Because I Ugh. couldn't imagine Like, like wanting to I mean to. we're both
1: In interracial relationships So I this guess This is true you know, we, we do have things to say Yeah I You know Sure uh, Let's do it
0: uh, So yeah So all the people That wanted less white people You're getting a movie With Bernie Mac next week Okay We're sorry Yeah <laughs>
1: Yep, and rest in peace, Bernie <laughs> Mac. I'm I'm only gonna have nice things to say about Bernie oh, Mac. Yeah. So number no, one, the apology is not about him. It's yeah. just about everything else.
0: Everything else. Everything else is bad. So I'm gonna talk about how much of a legend Bernie Mac is next month. Absolute, next, next absolutely. Next week.
1: Absolutely. Next
0: month. Next week. Yeah. Sure. Next month, I'll also mention Probably. Bernie Mac again. We can yeah.
1: just mention him in every episode. Yeah. We can That's make a note fine. to always talk about Bernie Mac. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that you guys are all um, adjusting to the weather changes um, and, you know, you're getting out your cute tank tops um, and you're drinking your water and we have a live show coming to you in New York, June 23rd, 6 p.m. Is it 6 p.m.? 6 p.m. Doors, Mm -hmm. 7 p.m. Show. Mm -hmm. The show will be a few hours long because we are screening all of Just Like Heaven and then we are going to do our podcast banter yeah um so come come through um it is ten dollars for tickets but we uh with the with the promo code bad romance you can get them for five online i will post links this week i'm still waiting for the promo code to go through and some
0: details i didn't even know that we had a promo code that's so fancy
1: i know anyways yeah so you guys if you live in New York or nearby and you want to come hang out you should totally come to that it'll be really fun and there's a little bar there and it's an independent theater so I'm excited yeah yeah Yeah. you know support the arts exactly I'm Jordan Searles and I'm Bronwyn Isaac bye bye Uh, yeah back it up back it
0: up let's dump this truck Uh, yeah back it up back it up uh-uh, yeah. Let's go this truck.